Going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber to start off hour two of this weekend's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. All right. Did you hear what I said about growing onion sets? Yes. It's so simple. Even I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was I, a, that no, was, I appreciate I appreciate your faith in me there. I, I really do. <laughs> I, I just uh, wanted to ask if you were listening because I, I, I did want to pick on you for just just a brief moment. Did you look out the uh, eastern window here this morning? I sure did. What, what, what do you don't see? You know what I don't see? I don't see a whole lot of cloud cover, which I'm you, happy. You don't, looks... do you? No. And you don't see any rain? Nope, not and you so don't, far. And you don't see another four-letter word called snow. Thank goodness. And you don't see the other three-letter word called ice. Whew. So it must mean what? Spring is here. Yes, that five-letter word. <laughs> the one we've been waiting for. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's celebrate that five-letter word for the next two hours by giving us a call at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good Saturday morning and welcome back to Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a show all about helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. And we would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you today as we begin this First, second hour of Garden Talk, give us a call and uh, well, whatever your questions may be. This show is all about helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. And what we do here in Garden Talk is give you expert advice about how to be successful, how, do you, how to be um, um, good at what you do in your landscape, but not have to be a degreed horticulturalist and that type of thing, giving you the basic facts and data that will um, allow you the opportunity to be successful. We would love to talk to you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And that'll put you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio, where our executive producer extraordinaire will be more than happy to uh, take your call and help you be part of the today's broadcast. And without further ado, Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to John. John, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. This is a simple question that you'll like. Um, my the previous owner of my property would go at the, after Christmas and buy all the leftover live Christmas trees. So I have probably 50 to 60 evergreens on my property on the border. Okay. <clears throat> the problem is... <clears throat> This winter, uh, they all took a beating. Uh, broken branches, uh, the tops were knocked off, things. And these are mature trees. We're talking 30, 40 years old. What should I do? Should I cut them back to the trunk, the ones that are broken? or You mean the, bra the branches that are broken? Yes, sir. 
Okay, sorry, I didn't, I didn't quite hear your question. Um, okay. on, on conifers, this is where we have to kind of go through a little bit about the basics of uh, <laughs> how plants grow. Conifers belong to a group of plants called um, gymnosperms, okay? In the worlds of plants, we have uh, gymnosperms and then we have angiosperms, okay? Angiosperms are, um, um, kind of think of those as the flowering plants. So think of angiosperms like maple and oak and magnolia. Um, those are examples of, 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 of angiosperms, okay? And then got you've it. got gymnosperms, and the vast majority of gymnosperms are conifers. Now, we also have some deciduous trees that are gymnosperms, like ginkgo, but that's kind of the important designation. Why that matters is, is the vast majority of gymnosperms have their meristematic region. Think of trees and plants. I'm going to get too technical, but it's important for you to understand this. Plants like oak and maple, if they lose a branch, a lot of times the new part of the plant will grow from the trunk out, okay? Where yep. we as arborists, we have a bad tree, a tree we take out a branch. A lot of times we can reform new growth off of a broken branch or a portion section of the branch and regrow a whole new part of the tree based off of a, a bud or a piece of a growth, okay? Gymnosperms, on the other hand, like, spruce and pine and, and 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 those typically when they get injured they don't grow new growth out from the trunk out so those broken branches a lot of times we have to prune them back to what they call the branch bark collar and that's a little swelling that's where the branch connects into the main trunk and it's real important that that pruning cut be made in that zone and not to violate that branch bark collar otherwise you can cause for decay into the trunk of the tree does that make sense yes yes it does so you want me to cut them back to the trunk to the collar at the trunk <laughs> to, to the collar of the trunk okay yeah yeah and, and if you go to gardentalkblog.com i've got stuff on there that will talk to you talk, talks a little bit about what you know these these things are that we're talking about today with branch bark collars and that. And basically that pruning cut will be made with three cuts. Okay? Okay. And three cuts will be pretty much, uh, the first cut will happen about, um, oh, let's say like 18 inches away from the trunk of the tree. Okay. And we'll make an undercut. Okay? Yes. And then we'll come in about 12 inches from the trunk of the tree and then we'll make an overcut. Okay. And then basically what that cause creates is that creates for this kerf effect where we've got a cut above and a cut below. Okay? Yes. And as we make that second final cut, the forces between the two cuts, because see what happens is you create compression. Trees are loaded with compression and tension. And the plane between the middle of the compression and tension force has no um, force whatsoever. So when the two cuts align, so to speak, down the middle, it breaks right off. Okay. Isn't that neat? All right. Isn't that neat? Yes. And then yes. and then and then your third and final cut will be aimed at the collar. At the collar. And a bite slightly above the collar. See, otherwise, if you make one cut, make a onesie cut, you're gonna have that force or the length of the weight of the branch tearing down on the collar, which will damage collar. it. Does that Correct. make sense? Yes, it is. It does because I've already done it once. 
<laughs> and you know, like I said before, uh, um, trees can heal. They heal by sealing themselves off. They don't, you know, they don't grow new skin. They grow, you know, wood around compartment and compartmentalize their wounds. So it's really, yeah. it's really important that you you follow those tips like I've just described. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a damaged plant. Okay. Yes, sir. The first cuts top. Second cuts bottom and third cuts in the middle and then you move to the yeah. Collar. First cut I always make is on the is always on the bottom. Bottom, okay. Bottom yeah. top. Bottom center. top. Yeah. The bo- reason being is is you don't want the load of the branch coming down on your saw or pinch your saw. Got it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're most Bye. welcome and have a really great day. Four five seven twelve ninety and in the studio. Hi Jesse. Good morning. How you doing? Feeling a lot like spring. It's getting there. You know, Slowly, there's no, there's no, there's no ice. There's no snow. Not yet. There's no th- or rain. There's no three or four letter words outside this morning. Okay. <laughs> That's what we like. Well, you know, look a, at that. A sun trying to peek up. This is like the first week, first Saturday morning that I can remember being in the studio and actually seeing a sunset. Or oh, we have no other. We don't have no. Um, Clouds. We have no clouds. Not yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll just pop up some later today. But yeah, we're we're looking good. It's right gonna now. be a nice sunrise this morning. Exactly. So, um, what are we looking at weather-wise for the next twenty-four hours? Um, today it's gonna be breezy and chilly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mostly sunny overhead. Nothing too crazy. Tomorrow we have a quick system that's moving in. It's it's a weak system. It's just gonna drop some uh, light snow showers and then, uh, transition to a winter mix, then rain showers. And that's kind of lasting all day, but, um, nothing significant at at the very most, we'd see a half inch of accumulation. And with Thursday hitting 71 degrees, the ground is warmer now. So that will likely melt upon contact for it's March. Yeah. This is the month of transition. It is. And we're, we're doing a very smooth transition into spring, like to the day. (laughs) It's going to be cool. So tell us a little bit about um, long-term, precipitation-wise. What are our gardeners looking at for rain for the next seven days? Next seven days, it's actually going to be relatively low. We'll see what I just mentioned for tomorrow. And then next Wednesday, we have a chance. But Monday, Tuesday, Thursday appear to be dry. Uh, So Wednesday, probably the next best chance to see any precipitation after this. And we're kind of on a steady warming trend, very gradual warming trend over the next seven days or so. And once we get into the mid-50s, which will arrive Thursday or Friday, we'll kind of hold it there for a while. So okay. I think I think really once we um, go into the first day of spring, which is the 20th, I think it's really going to be spring. <laughs> like, it looks like spring, <laughs> which is surprising. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first right here. Yeah. Oh, I got a stat for you, too. I got a good one. Okay. So what, uh, after the first day, when Dayton touches 70 degrees for the first time, on average, we only see an additional half to two inches at the very most total throughout the remainder of what would be possible for snow season. So if we see a half inch on uh, tomorrow, we might be done with it for good because we hit 71 on Thursday. So, so it's the 70 rule. Yeah, statistically – we just really don't see a whole lot of snow after we hit 70 degrees. For the well, first it makes time. sense though. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense because to, for snow to be generated, you've got to have that, that 
much colder air. Right. So once you hit that seven, the big 70. Yeah. <laughs> which we just, we just reached it. That's a good sign though. Yeah. That means we're, yeah. I think we're starting to get out over of its the hump. system, so to speak. Yep. There you go. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Jesse, it's good to see you. Good Thank to see you. you too. Thank you for your, your insight. And most importantly, our listeners are probably excited about the, your positive uh, outlook for the weather. Yes. Thank your weather, man. It's about to be nicer. <laughs> <laughs> you have yourself a terrific day. See you, Mark. Good to see you. That was Jesse McRim, uh, WHIO TV. And uh, folks, when we come back, we'll continue with your calls at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. What happened? You used to go hours without visiting the bathroom. Now it seems like you're constantly getting up to pee and you're even getting up at night to go. This is not okay. Listen, the makers of Super Beta Prostate, the number one prostate formula, are introducing a new wonder pill, Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced, with three key ingredients that are great for your prostate. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. To celebrate, we're sending free bottles to men who want to cut down on bathroom trips. Yes, your first 30-day supply is free. Pay shipping and handling. Call 1-800-387-7293. Early research suggests that an ingredient in P3 Advanced may help support a normal prostate size. Combine that with a reduction in urges to pee, and you have a formula you'd be crazy not to try. Get P3 Advanced free. Call 1-800-387-7293. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing for Dayton, the Miami Valley, and you. Growing beautiful plants and flowers that help you begin each day with a smile. Grown by a family and staff of professionals who know what you want. Quality brands that you trust. The Stockslager family and the entire team thank you, our customers, for growing with us for 60 years. At Jeff Schmidt Auto Group, we have seven state-of-the-art service facilities. All seven locations have modern waiting areas with free amenities. Or drop off your car and drive off in one of our complimentary loaner vehicles. If you're too busy to come in on a weekday, schedule a Saturday appointment or use one of our 24-7 drop boxes. Your car will be taken care of by one of our certified technicians who are always kept up with the latest training. From an oil change to a major collision, come to Jeff Schmidt Auto Group and experience the advantage. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar, we bought this moderately priced radio ad to tell you we're way more than just a shave club. Dollar, that's right. We also make top shelf shower, oral care, deodorant, cologne, skin care, and more club. Right now, get one of our shave, shower, or oral care starter sets for just five bucks. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular price. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash Dayton today. That's right. That's the name of your city after our web address. dollarshaveclub.com slash Dayton. El Dorado Sciota Downs is proud to be Columbus' premier entertainment destination. The only place to stay and play with 24-7 gaming action on cutting-edge games, exceptional dining, simulcast, family-style service, and so much more. Stop in today and you could be one of our next big winners. Visit SciotaDowns.com to learn more. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966.
This is Larry Hanskin. The new assisted living and memory care Beehive Homes of Springboro is now offering move-in specials. Call 937-350-1211 to schedule a tour. Appreciate the difference of a smaller, more personalized experience. Beehive Homes of Springboro, the next best place to home. Need to remodel or refinance your home? Open a home equity line of credit with Abbey Credit Union. Interest as low as prime plus 0%. Visit us in Vandalia and Troy or at abbeycu.com. Hey, WHIO listeners, this is Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirstie Zantini. As we transition from winter weather to spring weather, count on us for important local weather updates you need to keep your family safe around the clock here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, everybody. It's been a beautiful morning yet so far. We would love to hear from you today. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Chilly to start off this morning. Temperatures around the upper 20s at the coldest point. There's a breezy conditions out there as well. That's making wind chills start off around the lower 20s. Mostly sunny out there today. Again, that breeze is sticking around with a high of 42 degrees. Clear overnight tonight, and we're starting off Sunday on St. Patrick's Day with a chance for snow showers, eventually transitioning to rain showers by the afternoon with a high temperature of 43 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows that uh, we have not a drop of snow. We do not have a drop of rain. We have got just simply a gorgeous sunrise on tap on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. And most importantly, I would love to help each and every one of you today no matter what your gardening uh, question may be we have got an open line for you at 457 1290 that's 457 1290 and that would put you into the master control studios of WHIO radio if you've got a question about landscaping or maybe you've got a question about tree selection or tree use or maybe you've got a questions about your turf um, we've got an open line for you. I want to talk a little bit about uh, planting the right tree in the right place. Um, you know, trees provide all of us great, great benefits. They give us uh, shade on our home. They provide beautiful form in our shape and our landscape, um, many of which can be grown for their fruit if we like to grow fruit for our, our crop. Um, they protect the soil. Um, but also trees can grow in directions where we may not want them to grow. And one of the most important things that you need to consider is what the full size of that tree will be when it grows up. <laughs> and why that matters is, is because what you think that tree will is now and how it's going to be long term may be a serious problem for the maintenance of that tree and also its long-term health. So keep in mind that some trees can get over 100 feet tall, while other trees stay you know, lower than 100 feet tall and maybe only get maybe 10 or 20 feet tall. So if you've got uh, power lines near your home or maybe a telephone wire that comes across your property, 
it's important that when you select where you're going to plant a tree, um, you plant it in a place that it will not, its ultimate size will not conflict um, with those type of overhead challenges, including your house. Um, one of the <clears throat> one of the things that I see often in in my practice is I go to people's houses and they're fearful that the tree has grown and is going to crack their foundation wall. I hear that a lot. Um, trees don't crack foundation walls. They'll go after a foundation wall that maybe is faulty in of itself, but a tree root will not go along a foundation wall and crack it. Or we get issues like I had this week. I've got a lady that uh, has a pine tree that in a, in a neighbor's yard that's got a big crack in it that's likely going to fall and break and fall on her house. And uh, again, that's where tree inspections are important. And if you've got trees in your landscape, it's important to work with ISA certified arborists to have those trees looked at. And more so if those trees have any level of uh, competition with utility wires and that type of things, keep in mind that there are standards that uh, we should follow when pruning trees. And one of which is using the proper people and equipment to remove tree branches in a near utility wire. So 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. I would also encouragely invite you as well to join me at gardentalkblog.com, which is the kind of the banner website of this uh, show where we add a lot of great input and content as well. The next half hour of Garden Talk, we'll be talking to Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And uh, Randy, next half hour is going to talk to a little bit to us about um, the importance of uh, moss in your yard and how to manage moss, what moss means, and most importantly, how to get rid of moss. We'll talk about that in the next half hour of Garden Talk. Also, I'm going to talk next half hour as well about some pretty interesting stuff when it comes about uh, uh, which vegetables that you can safely plant right now in your landscape. And uh, you might be surprised about which ones you can plant as well. Also, if you've got a gardening question, there is not one, but three available phone lines right now at 457-1290. Sarah will be happy to take your call, put you on the air with me, and I'll be more than happy to answer your question and kind of guide you along the way. Also, I wanted to share with all of you as well, if you haven't done this already yet this spring, and I'm going to use the word spring, it's not officially, but meteorologically it is, um, you should have in your plans to go out into your yard right now and rake your yard to kind of loosen up some of the matted grass from winter. More so, start thinking about getting some grass seed down to make sure that that seed gets a good good foothold into the soil. And lastly, but not loose, lastly, but also do some hollow tine core aeration in your lawn to aerate the soil as well. When we come back, we'll be talking to Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms and doing so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. 
Shahadi with a WHIO News update. Our top story we're following this morning. The Sheriff's Office in Montgomery County wants to make it clear to everyone, have a designated driver this weekend. We've cooled down quite a bit, but warmer weather is closer than you think. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic turning our attention back to those freeways throughout the Miami Valley. So far, looking all clear out there this morning, not seeing any major accidents. We are seeing a disabled vehicle on Kings Ridge Drive in Miami Township. And it is our top story. The St. Paddy's Day festivities will be upon the Miami Valley this weekend. And cops, well, they're already preparing. Two OVI checkpoints were held near Austin Pike and 725, and there will be more throughout the weekend. Seeing that it's St. Patrick's Day weekend, uh, we'll have saturation patrols out uh, all over. Um, and once again, we'll look at where the data says there's lots of crashes, lots of uh, OVI. That's Sheriff Rob Streck. Now the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office says its message for everyone is to have a designated driver if they plan on being out tonight. Now the Arrive Safe program will be active until 6 o'clock on Monday. That offers free cab rides up to $50 and fare. You can see the latest on St. Paddy's Day information as far as where those checkpoints are and more information on the Arrive Safe program on our website, whio.com. Well, now to Dayton, where a man is in the hospital after a crash early this morning on West 3rd Street. Cops tell us the driver was trapped in the car because of the force of the impact, which had the West 3rd and Elmhurst Road shut down just before 2 o'clock this morning. Crews were forced to extricate the driver from the car. No word yet on who that driver is, but co uh, crews tell us they don't believe the injuries are life-threatening. Well, political signs connected to an upcoming vote on a school levy causing a bit of a stir in Bellbrook. City officials removed dozens of those signs after it was determined their placement violated city ordinances. We can't control it in people's yards, nor would we, but when they're in the right-of-ways, um, we, we have to take action if somebody complains, and in this case, a number of people complained. That's Bellbrook City Manager Melissa Dodd. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable weather forecast. Here's meteorologist Jesse Mag. Chilly to start off this morning. Temperatures around the upper 20s at the coldest point. There's a breezy conditions out there as well. That's making wind chills start off around the lower 20s. Mostly sunny out there today. Again, that breeze is sticking around with a high of 42 degrees. Clear overnight tonight. And we're starting off Sunday on St. Patrick's Day with a chance for snow showers, eventually transitioning to rain showers by the afternoon with a high temperature of 43 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of our Doppler 7 radar looking all clear. Chilly start, as Jesse mentioned, to this morning. We've got 28 degrees in Troy, 30 degrees in Springfield, 32 degrees here in Dayton. From our studio here on South Main Street in Dayton, seeing the start of a beautiful sunrise. It's 733. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. On March 4, 2019, an application was filed with the Federal Communications Commission for consent to assignment of the license of WHIO-FM 95.7 MHz, Pleasant Hill, Ohio, from Cox Radio, Inc., a signer, to Camelot Radio Buyer, Inc., a signee. A copy of the application and related material is available for public inspection at www.fcc.gov. The officers, directors, and 10% or greater shareholders of the assigner are Cox Media Group, LLC, Cox Enterprises, Inc., Cox Family Voting Trust, Michael J. Ahern, Luis Avila Marco, John Bell, David Blau, Stephen Bradley, Jill Campbell, Neil Campbell, Ann C. Chambers, Janet Clark, Dallas S. Clement, William Cossey, Mark Dawson, John Dyer, 
Randy Early, Joe Freeman, Maria L. Friedman, Jonathan Gamble, S. Taylor Glover, Robert M. Gray, John C. Hatfield, Sanji J. Jacobs, Roberto I. Jimenez, James C. Kennedy, James C. Kennedy Jr., Carol L. Larner, Andrea M. Lawson, Timothy Scott Laser, Job M. Lassane III, Mark Lauenberger, J. Lacey Lewis, Anne Lafayette, Keith Mask, David E. McLeod, Gregory B. Morrison, Charles L. Odom, Barry Olson, Scarlett Ordner, Henry Perry Okaden, Cody Parton, Jack B. Polish, Juliet W. Pryor, Andre Reese, Christian Reeves, Nancy K. Rigby, Dwayne Ritter, Mark Rosenbaum, Paul Scalise, Mandy Shook, Rebecca L. Siegel, Don A. Strisco, Alexander C. Taylor, Byron D. Trot, Mary Vickers, Kristen Weathersby, Eric S. Winter, Robert Woodard, James C. Weaver, Christopher Williams, Kimberly Guthrie, Brett Fennell, William Hendrick, Marion Pittman, Jane M. Williams, Mary Ellen Marsiliat Faulkner, Melody T. Darch, Mark H. Medikai, Clayton Nix, Sean Pack, Robert Myers Yarin, Joe Weir, Michael Dreeden, Stephen J. Smith, Michelle Harper, Derek Robinson, David J. Siegler, Mark Beck, Robert J. Zekius, Patrick Foley, Tim Burke, Eric J. Myers, Heidi Eddie Dorn, Rob Babin, Mark Kreischen, Keith Lawless, Robert Ben Reed II, John Shea, Moya Neville, Donna B. Hall, Daniel Laurie, Robert J. Rohr, Paul J. Curran Jr., and Kathy Gunther. The officers, directors, and 10% or greater shareholders of the proposed assignee are Camelot Media Holdings, LLC, Camelot Media Buyer, Inc., Camelot Media Parent, Inc., NBI Holdings, LLC, Terrier Media Buyer, Inc., Terrier Media Holdings II, Inc., Terrier Media Holdings, Inc., APIX Titan Holdings, LP, APIX Titan Holdings, GP, LLC, AIFIX PMC Equity, AIV, LP, Cox Enterprises, Inc., APIX PMC VoteCo, LLC, Brian W. Brady, David Samber, Aaron Sobel, James Elworth, Lori D. Medley, Katie Newman, Michael J. A. Hearn, Luis Avila Marco, John Bell, David Blau, Stephen Bradley, Jill Campbell, Neil Campbell, Ann C. Chambers, Janet Clark, Dallas S. Clement, William Cossey, Mark Dawson, John Dyer, Randy Early, Joe Freeman, Maria L. Friedman, Jonathan Gamble, S. Taylor Glover, Robert M. Gray, John C. Hatfield, Sanji J. Jacobs, Roberto I. Jimenez, James C. Kennedy, James C. Kennedy Jr., Carol L. Larner, Andrea M. Lawson, Timothy Scott Leeser, Job M. Lassane III, Mark Lauenberger, J. Lacey Lewis, Anne Lofier, Keith Mask, David E. McLeod, Gregory B. Morrison, Charles L. Odom, Barry Olson, Scarlett Ordner, Henry Perry Okaden, Cody Parton, Jack B. Polish, Juliet W. Pryor, Andre Reese, Christian Reeves, Nancy K. Rigby, Dwayne Ritter, Mark Rosenbaum, Paul Scalise, Mandy Shook, Rebecca L. Siegel, Don A. Strisco, Alexander C. Taylor, Byron D. Trot, Mary Vickers, Kristen Weathersby, Eric S. Winter, Robert Woodard, James C. Weaver, Christopher Williams, Scott Kleinman, and John Swidem. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. 
How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Well, hello, sir. And uh, and I know you guys said the spring is here, but technically spring's not here for another few days yet, Mark. you gotta be got to be precise. Well, we're a meteorological spring, so it's really okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to get, you know, I, you know, Randy, we've been through heck in a handbasket and back again. I mean, when you get right down to it, it was a year that seemed like it was never going to end as far as winter. And, you know, these days are growing longer. And this morning I'm sitting here in the studios watching the most fantastic sunrise that I have seen in months. Yeah. Um. Let's. It's time to be doing lots of stuff in the in the landscape, but let's talk talk a little bit about uh, of all things moss. Well, we haven't talked about moss for a while, and yeah, you know, we are getting out in the landscape. I'm walking around my yard, and I've got moss, I've got moss everywhere, and uh, mm-hmm. and I think that that's pretty true for uh, for a lot of people. And uh, moss is a tough one. Uh, uh, you just uh, uh, you know, moss just doesn't disappear easily. It's usually the result of uh, either poor soils, uh, poor fertility, um, heavy shade. Mm-hmm. Uh, heavy shade's a big one with moss, and and especially those heavy shade areas that stay moist all the time. If you've got that combination, poor soils, low pH, heavy shade, lots of moisture, I bet you have moss in your yard. And, and uh, you know, there are... Uh, there are, are ways to, to start limiting it, and there's also some uh, some products on the market today that weren't on the market market maybe five or ten years ago that uh, can chemically uh, get rid of that moss, but you still have to get rid of the conditions that the moss favors or it's going to come back again. Right. So, it's the perfect storm. Uh, <laughs> what's that? I said it's the perfect storm. I mean, well, it is. yeah. It I, is, and, uh, and, and in reality, uh, you know, the... the the, the recommendations that I, uh, at least I've been operating under, is is first, uh, and we talk about this all the time anyway, get a soil test. Uh, you know, the, the, the moss loves the low pHs, mm-hmm. and uh, and so find out what your pH is. Get a soil test. That will help you through your whole yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, make the corrections to your soil fertility. That's uh, because moss loves lousy, poor, rocky soils. Uh, if you've got heavy shade and you're bound and determined to uh, have grass in that area of your yard where the moss is, you're going to have to trim some trees and get some sunlight into that area. And if that area stays wet all the time, you're going to have to figure out uh, how to improve the drainage. So yep. uh, uh, those are, you know, it's, it's fairly easy, but yet uh, it could mean completely redoing your whole uh, whole area in your yard just to get rid of that moss plant. So. And, and I, and I want to make a make a, a point, too, to our listeners, too, Randy. I can tell you that what I see a lot of times in um, soil tests is, is lawns that are really poorly, um, have poor nutritional levels. Yeah. And are directly, directly... Um, um, with challenges regarding um, moss issues. And I see this on an ongoing basis. Um, the one that, that probably kicks moss probably into the, the biggest level is typically elemental uh, phosphorus. 
is okay. one that, that I will tell you that I see a direct correlation with. Um, where lawns have really low phosphorus levels. The next one that I will tell you that I often see as a, as a, a serious um, um, issue as well is iron. Um, soils that have extremely low levels of iron deficiency will typically have um, that as well. And it's kind of a, it's a double-edged sword, meaning that I think you've said it and I've said it a zillion and a half times. Um, if you bear it, the good Lord will cover it. <laughs> yeah, my father, you always said, you know, you, my, Mother Nature will fill a void. If yeah. you've got a, 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 a bare spot in your yard, I guarantee Mother Nature has some plant, something that she will uh, put in that area. Whether you like it or not, I don't know. Some people love moss, so maybe uh, for all the moss lovers out there, just just. Make sure you keep your yard uh, with a poor soil pH and poor soil fertilities and, and heavy shade and lots of moisture. I mean, some people actually like moss. I, I, uh, I, I actually like dandelions. So, uh, you know, I, I think those little yellow flowers are just uh, just beautiful. And uh, I don't think my wife agrees with me all that much. But uh, Neither does mine. She always yeah. wants to get mad at me about about dandelions. They're just, you know, little yellow flowers. They give us a little extra color. I hate them. I said, okay. Yeah, you can make salad out of them, too. So Yeah, know, we'll make some good wine, too, if you really I want. I never thought of that. All right. Yeah, you know, got to have a little. Yeah, so, you know, all these things aren't horrible. They're, they've got they've got, they've got got good, good parts and bad parts, and some people like them and some people don't. But if you want to get rid of moss, that's, uh, that's the, the take-home lesson is uh, is is just uh, improve your soil and improve your your sunlight and improve your uh, your your drainage and uh, uh, that will help to eliminate some of that moss. Um, and also, Tisher, Mr. Tisher, I want to also strike on a rather important chord when it comes to turf. I I've seen I've seen a lot of snow mold stuff going yeah. on. I mean, this grass is just like flat, melted down into the turf and. I made the mention earlier this morning about how our listeners should be, you know, going out there and um, raking up the lawn and, and, and then where the physically was matted up with the leaf rake. Yeah. You gave a perfect description earlier. It's uh, you, you'll know it uh, when you walk around your yard, it will be very obvious where that yard is just matted down. It's got a, almost a dead grayish uh, brown look to it. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, it might be, some people even call it a little crusty, uh, and uh, and just take that leaf rake and and fluff it up and uh, and and get some air into that. And then uh, once we think when the soil starts warming up and things start greening up, you're going to find out if that uh, if that plant is actually uh, dead or not. Uh, if it doesn't green up along with the rest of your yard, you're going to have to do some seeding or sodding. But uh, sometimes you can save that uh, area of your yard. Uh, by doing exactly what you said, and that's get that leaf rake out and fluff it up. That's about all you can do right now. Yep, exactly the point. Well, Mr. Tisher, as always, it's good to hear your voice, and uh, welcome to spring. Yeah, I'll uh, give you spring. Okay, we'll call it spring. No, it is. It's Let's, let's be positive, and uh, like Mr. Mack said this morning, we have uh, we are you know turning the corner here, and it's time for all everybody to – Get finally get excited about this time of year, and most importantly, uh, make the the very most of these uh, wonderful days that uh, lie ahead. 
Well, we uh, we here at Green Velvet, uh, this is the first Saturday we're open, so we're celebrating spring by being open on Saturdays now, and uh, mm-hmm. and hopefully if we uh, if uh, if your weatherman is right and we don't get much rain, we might even uh, we might even start cutting sod next week. So uh, things are looking up. Outstanding. Well, Mr. Tisher, yep. as always, take good care of you, and uh, we will talk very soon. Talk to you later, Mark. Thank right. you. You bet, sir. Bye-bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Attention, attention, Garden Talk listeners. Be aware there is a beautiful sunrise right now in the eastern horizon, and we need your calls at 457 457- 1290 because we're ready to talk about spring and gardening and let's go talk to charles charles good morning and uh, welcome to garden talk good morning sir how are you today i am great how can we be of service to you today yes sir i'm relatively new to gardening and i'm trying to prep a 25 by 25 grass area into a garden oh good and i got about six weeks to do it i guess <laughs> Uh, any information would be great. <laughs> well, let's let's first of all be positive, okay? I know you. I, I sense by your voice you feel a little overwhelmed right now. Yes. Okay, and and that's really okay. It's okay. You know, let's let's put this into kind of um, let's put this into perspective, okay? Anything in okay. life, anything in life worth having is worth taking the risk to do, okay? Yeah, and, and I, I don't mean to sound like a philosophy major here, but let's mean <laughs> you know taking taking a risk is there's a calculated risk and then there's a crazy risk and you know the benefits of growing your own stuff in my mind outweigh the the, the risks of failure. Okay, because if it goes all wrong, you know you still you're not going to starve to death, right? Correct. <laughs> you, you're not going to go hungry. So let's kind of put all that off to the side. You're not like, it's not like Little House in the Prairie where your whole life depends on you having a, a vegetable crop. Okay. Right. So isn't that good? That's good news, right? Right. Yep, definitely. So the first thing we want to do is do a soil test. And a soil test will kind of lead us down the path to um, what your pH is and what's the availability of nutrients. So let me explain what pH is. pH is where we kind of have this crazy scale that runs from, from 1 to 10. 7 is neutral. Most vegetables like to grow around 6.0 to 6.5. Okay. Uh, most soils in Southwest Ohio run 7.0 and higher. So, but the problem is, is that without knowing where you're exactly at, I can't tell you how much of sulfur you're going to need to apply to the soil to lower the pH. And by doing that, you'll actually increase your yields. Okay. Okay. So a soil test is going to be in your future. Soil test is completed. I'll tell you about the pH. It'll tell you we would want to test it for organic matter, and we also want to test test it for cation exchange capacity and all that type of stuff. And then from there, that kind of lead us down the path of how much phosphorus, potassium, and nitrogen that we want to add to the soil. Okay? okay. And while the soil test is going on, the other thing we're going to have to do is get rid of the grass. Okay? 
So, so what I'm going to suggest is a really easy way to get rid of the grass. And it's something that I can tell you that, that I have seen work on multiple occasions. It's completely um, organic. And it's called okay. solarization of the soil. All right. Have you heard of solarization of the soil? Uh, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. And solarization is basically, it's a process, very environmentally friendly. And this is where you will cover the area that you want to grow in plastic. Okay. And you want to use like a dark plastic. First, there's going to be two steps to this. You're going to use the dark plastic. And yeah. you're going to, it's going to kill the grass by limiting the light. Okay. All right. And once the grass is killed, then you are going to then take um, clear plastic. And a lot of times if you can use like a one to four mil painter's plastic. All right. And it's going to be clear. And the idea is that we're going to use the sun. And you're going to bury the ends of the plastic in the dirt. Okay. Okay. And you put this plastic down. And what it's going to happen is this plastic will act like a little mini greenhouse. Okay? All right. And it's going to cause all kinds of things grow underneath of it, but they're going to die because of the lack of the lack of water and the fact that they're going to fry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it also, what it also does, it helps eliminate weeds and it also eliminates any pathogens in the soil. Okay. Um, and how long does that process usually take? You know, typically with solidization, it'll take about four to six weeks. Okay. So we want to go ahead and go out there today and we want to suffocate the grass by covering it over with some like dark plastic or with. Um, you can use newspapers to do this too. Uh, what about cardboard? Cardboard works good too. Okay. Um, and let's suffocate the grass out. Once you've got the grass completely suffocated out, then put the clear plastic over top. And okay. and and what, what what you will find by doing this method is you will eliminate a lot of weeds, a lot of weeds. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm making your life a little easy right now. And, um, and and the other thing is reason why this is a really good technique. They're using this a lot in the South and in states like California. Reason okay. being is in the South in California they have something called nematodes, and nematodes are these microscopic animals that wreak havoc on fruits and vegetables and other crops. In fact, uh, we have nematodes that have come into the United States from all parts of the world that are raking onto, uh, raking havoc on our food supply. And through whatever issues of politics, we have less and less nematode um, materials to apply to the soil to kill off the nematodes. So one of the ways that we can control nematodes is by soil solarization. Man, sir, I wish you the best, and thanks for calling the show. Have a good weekend, okay? All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800 385 0437. That's 800 385 0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $4.99 deals. How would you like it? Can I have it like a game show? Sure. We sent two contestants out on the streets to see what they could find for $4.99. Our first bought five goldfish. Ooh, but the other went to Subway for $4.99 deals. He was able to choose from four tasty footlongs or six six inch meals that include a 21-ounce drink and chips for just $4.99 each. A winner every day. Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Data mining technology that scrubs the internet and your social media looking for specific information is a modern-day reality. Even the IRS is using it. Now, word is out that the IRS and their army of tax collectors have access to sophisticated data analytics. Underscore sophisticated. If you owe money to the IRS and they haven't caught up to you yet, or even if they're sending you threatening letters, call Optima Tax Relief, 800-973-7700. Optima can help stop the demand letters, can stop aggressive collections actions, and stop that army of tax collectors with technology from targeting you. Optima has resolved over half billion in tax debt for their clients, and they are experts in IRS Fresh Start Initiative. Take the smart step towards ending your IRS nightmare. Call for your free consult while you still have options, call 800-973-7700. 800-973-7700. Busy weekend, WHIO listeners. Make sure to check back Monday morning for traffic and weather every six minutes and the latest local breaking news on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hansgen. Right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, everybody. It is 7.56. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from New Center 7. Chilly to start off this morning. Temperatures around the upper 20s at the coldest point. There's a breezy conditions out there as well. That's making wind chills start off around the lower 20s. Mostly sunny out there today. Again, that breeze is sticking around with a high of 42 degrees. Clear overnight tonight. We're starting off Sunday on St. Patrick's Day with a chance for snow showers, eventually transitioning to rain showers by the afternoon with a high temperature of 43 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, beautifully clear. We've got beautiful sunshine right now. Coming up over the eastern horizon on the station that you uh, depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. We're so glad that you're joining us on this beautiful Saturday morning in the southwest Ohio. If you've got a 
Gardening question we would love to hear from you. Let's head back to the telephone lines at 457-1290, and let's go talk to Mike. Mike, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you. Hi, how are you doing, Mark? I'm well, sir. How can I help you? Hi, I'm calling in about a question on getting rid of Creeping Charlie. I'm having a big, a lot of trouble getting rid of this stuff. I'm, you know, I've gone out and ripped it all up, and it's grown back, and I'm not sure how to keep it from coming back. <laughs> um, kind of go over what your backyard, what your yard is like. Tell me about the amount of sun or shade that it has. It's it's fairly flat, and there's there's a couple of low lying areas, but I'm not having really any trouble there. And there's there's no trees in the backyard, so I have no problem with uh, having too much shade or okay. full on sun. Okay. How what's near what's nearby with your your neighbors? Um, well, their their yards are fairly fairly open as well. Um, there's I mean, there, there's not a whole lot of foliage in the area, if that's what you're asking. Um, yeah. I have a small flower bed okay. right there and right by where it's growing. Okay. And and what height do you cut your grass? About between an inch and a half, two inches. Okay. You may have a grass cutting problem. <laughs> okay. Um, typically with bluegrass, we want to be no shorter than two and a half. Okay. And with turf type tall fescue, no t- shorter than three inches. So you may be creating some of your own problems with mowing height. The second thing we need to look at is nutrition. When's the last time you got a soil test? I've never done that. Okay, let's begin with one of the most basics of of <laughs> of growing anything in life. You gotta know what the soil conditions are. And the soil conditions will be able, like we described earlier with the gentleman with the vegetable garden, you know, think of it this way. It'd be like going to the gas station, and I'm running out of time, but it'd be like going to the gas station and putting diesel fuel in a gas car, okay? You're not going to get very far, right? No. No. (laughs) Or conversely, if you're driving a semi-truck, if you put gasoline into a diesel car into a diesel truck. You're not going to get very far, right? No, no, you're not. Soil testing is is horticulture, agronomy 101. It is one of the basic fundamental building blocks of growing any kind of plant on the planet. Okay? So don't skip that least expensive, most important step of growing a plant. Sir, I wish you very, very much the best and have a great weekend. And thanks for being part of this morning's broadcast. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do What Plant I Am. We're going to talk to Keith. We're going to talk to you. Phone lines are wide open. Wake up, folks. It is spring on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.